everyone. It's October 3rd. And on October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. And he said, Ellie. He what? said. I don't know. Oh, my God. You're ruining the beginning of this Mean Girls episode. Eric, what did he say? He said, it's October 3rd. Yes. Um, we're technically recording this on the 2nd. But you will be listening to this Post. episode on October 3rd. Congratulations if you're listening to it the day it comes out. And, of course, we are covering the 2004, God, old movie now. Uh, is, yeah, it is. Is, is it classic? Can you say classic? I'd say so. I think at this point it, 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 it warrants that. I, I, I think in this discussion we will, we will definitely tackle that. The 2004 smash hit, Mean Girls, starring Lindsay Lohan and a ton of people from SNL and 30 Rock and um, the MCU, actually, too. So... Neato. And Scrubs. Cannot forget Scrubs. Um, so we will be discussing this today because, well, I mean, I think I've alluded to it multiple times and I always forget every October that it's October 3rd until it's October 3rd, which is the unofficial Mean Girls Day. But who is talking? You got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And you got me, October 3rd. Oh, well done, sir. Well done. Um... So, yeah, so first things first, um, when did everybody see this movie originally? And hopefully it's not, oh, when you told me to for this episode. <laughs> um, Ellie, do you want to go first? I'm sure you're going to get some digging because, um, a fun fact, I'm sure you'll figure it out throughout the episode. Ellie's not a fan of this movie. And we'll get into why she's on here and also why two men in their late 30s. Are fans of this? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know if Eric is, but I know me and one of my other friends are. So he's also in his late thirties. So technically, he counts. Ellie, when was the first time you saw this movie? I have no clue. Do you want to watch it again? I. I mean it. Did it's... you enjoy it when it was called Heather's? That's a movie that is fantastic, actually. Never and seen it. I would it. be very it down is... to talk about that one. Yes, I was going to say, we should absolutely, I know we're immediately changing topics, but we should do a Heather's episode. I'm oh my gosh, Heather's Never, is amazing. <laughs> Never seen it. Never seen it. So that would be a first for me. Uh, Eric, do you remember, have any loving memories of I, this movie? I do. So I remember when, when it came out in 2004, and I just thought, oh, this is going to be like another stupid teen comedy. And a year later, I was doing my internship uh, over the summer of 2005, and bunch of us were hanging out one night who were doing the who were doing internships and someone brought it up and they were like talking about mean girls and like have you guys seen it and we were like no and she was like are you kidding me she like stood up it had like just come out on dvd she like stood up and was like targets down the road i'll be back and she came back like 15 minutes later with the dvd and was like we're watching mean girls so we were like okay whatever and then it was hilarious and amazing and we watched mean girls so i watched it uh yes in summer of 2005 I have no, like, point to of, like, I remember the first time I watched this, because I've watched it several times over the years. I know I watched it very close to its release in 2004, because um, I was still in high school, technically, when this movie came out. And being fresh out of high school and around high school age, it was one of those movies that I was like, oh, this is just like high school. And then years later, when me and my friends could drink, we'd watch this and play drinking games of, oh, drink every time something reminds me of high school. 
Needless to say, we got blackout drunk many a times watching Mean Girls. Um, overall, <laughs> it it's one of those movies that, like, watching... Because I haven't watched it in a few years and going back and watching it now. There is stuff that is not age well, but there's also stuff that I am like... I, I guess I should should reveal the, the thing. I, I have fallen in love with Tina Fey. Unbeknownst to me, she did this movie when I originally saw it. But since seeing this movie and since seeing other stuff Tina Fey has done, I have fallen in love with that woman in the sense of I think that she is comic gold. I think that she does really good comic timing. And my comedic like love is very weird, but you can ask Ellie. 30 Rock is probably one of my favorite shows. And I don't think I ever talk about it on here much because it's not animated and it's not... It's pop culture-y, but it, it has moments in it. Um, it also has one of my favorite lines uh, from her character in there, Liz Lemon, where it's her complaining because in the, in the show 30 Rock, there are writers' room for a SNL-like show. And um, she comes in one time, slams the script down, and starts yelling at all the writers saying, Stop talking about Krang. Nobody cares about Krang. Stop writing jokes about Krang. And it's just something <laughs> so funny as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan because it I is the most obscure thing to ever bring up. <laughs> I completely forgot about that joke. That was a, that was an underrated joke right there. Uh, there, there there's another one where um, just, just one of those funny lines was um, uh, Tracy, Tracy Jordan is the character. Tracy Morgan is the actor. Tracy Jordan's yes. character is like, Liz Lemon, I'm going to kill you with a bazooka. Like, just the way that was presented was just hilarious to me. And like I said, there's stuff in this movie that is very Tina Fey, very obviously written by her. And it's got a great surrounding cast of people that have gone on to do some amazingly hilarious stuff. And I think also have great comedic timing in this movie. Um, yeah. Agreed. As to grown men, I don't know why this movie speaks to me in the sense of I find it endlessly amusing. Ellie, as the female voice of the podcast, would you like to put any two cents in right now? Does this bring fond memories of your high school back to you? No. Are you really going to be this way the entire episode, I hope? Yes. Awesome. All right, Eric... Does this bring any fond memories of high school back for you? <laughs> you know, it's really in it's really interesting when we were watching this when I watched it cuz okay, I've only seen this movie all the way through twice. When I first saw this in the summer of 2005 and two nights ago when I watched it again for the the episode. And I remember afterwards talking about how when they're going through the lunchroom going through all the different clicks and everything like that. And I was like, you know, I don't remember high school being that clickish. Like, I remember, like, there were those clicks, but there were very much more, like, fine lines. Like, people overlapped. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. know anyone who was, like, in that one click. Like, I knew people who were the popular kids who were also band geeks or who were in choir, but also, like, the weirdos or so something like that. So I was just like, I don't remember that. But then, like, some of the other people, they were like, oh, that was absolutely my high school. So... It didn't remind me. I mean, it definitely got the, the vibe down, I think, in terms of high school in general. But in terms of, like, the clicks and stuff, which it really plays up, that was something I just didn't really experience. I was just kind of I, – I guess I was just kind of friends with everyone. So, um, But I think for a lot of people, apparently I was an oddball in that regard. Um, I know in my school we had clicks and stuff. And like I said, they're, um, my buddy Rob, me, me and him, like I said, have a – 
enjoyment of this movie because there are people in this movie that remind us of people we went to school with, like 110%. And it's just we always found that amusing, which I said why there was the drinking game. A drink every time it reminds you of high school. But we didn't have like the super defined like, oh, you shouldn't talk to them or like stuff like that. We had, you know... People who are in band, people who played sports, but it's like everyone kind of commingled. Also, technically, I think out of the three of us, I probably went to the smallest high school. Maybe. Yeah, I definitely know your high school is smaller than my high school. Yeah, and I mean Ellie went to Harrisonburg High School, so I think so, yeah, she would win. Yeah. Win one, Ellie. Um. Was it all clicky and everything back in the day for you? Or did we have to start referencing like Clueless or something like that to get more? Another good movie. Yes, another good movie. We'll talk about many other good movies. Yeah, better than this one. Ellie is very upset about having to watch this. And she will probably never voice her opinion on why. But was <laughs> high school clicky like this movie or... Is it did, did not hit home at all? And you also watched it with the fourteen-year-old who is in high school. Her thoughts? Um, I mean, all, all high schools are clicky. Obviously, this is a little bit more exaggerated for a movie plot. Are you saying that this is not based on true events? <laughs> I'm sure somewhere it is. Uh, it actually, <laughs> fun fact, it is vaguely based off of a book. Uh, but the book is kind of like a guide for how to get through high school. And Tina Fey basically adapted that into this movie. The book is called Queen Bees and Wannabes. So there's your fun fact for the day. Um, no, I mean, I I, I, I don't know. I kind of want to, you know, if everyone has... I forgot to tell everyone to get their top three moments. But um, if everyone can has them off the top of their head, I'd love to go around real quick. Uh, Ellie's three, I can already tell you, are the end credits, the end credits, and um, the part after the end credits where it just goes to black, right? One of my top moments is the end credits where it has the Mortal Kombat sound at the end. What? Yes. I feel you're messing with me on that. I'm not. It does? Yes. I think she's messing with me. Eric, what are your top three moments? Um, so probably my favorite, it's a very subtle moment, but when they're, when Tim Meadows is talking to, um, all the students and he's like, we will hold you here as long as we have to. And the teacher's like, we can't do that. We will hold you here until 4 PM. Just that, that immediate turnaround, the way he plays that exact way. I remember that. That was one of those things I remember from the first time I saw it that cracked me up. And it was just as funny this time around. Uh Um, that's also one of mine too. I, I actually, just Tim Meadows' character, just Tim yeah, Meadows' in general, character, yes, in general, every line yeah. delivery is awesome. Continue. Yeah, um, I love her showing up to the party as an actual like undead bride. I don't mm. know why, just everyone's react, everyone reacting to her like, oh, you're showing up to a Halloween party in a scary costume, and just took no one getting that's what Halloween's about, and it's just you know an excuse to wear lingerie with you know ears or something like that. Um, uh, actually, it was an ex-wife. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Technically speaking, uh, third moment. Hmm. Uh, hmm? 
I do like when she's plotting. I do like that pre, just in general, the pre before she kind of fully becomes plastic. Mm-hmm. When um, Katie is going through kind of plotting what she's going to do, like giving her the bar and her explaining the whole like, oh, they use them to lose weight, and then um, oh, it's in Swedish. I don't, I don't read this, and I, I just, I don't know, just that whole like before she actually goes full plastic. I still, I just kind of like that that vibe that where she's kind of doing all that stuff like that so i don't know it's one of those movies where like as i was watching it the there were i still enjoyed the movie but it was very much like it was hard for me to pick out like distinct like moments just because i feel like there's a there's a simultaneously there's like a good flow but also like it's kind of like rapid fire just boom 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 kind of onto the next thing so yeah um i mean i i noticed a lot more subtle humor and stuff like the i mean i've noticed it before but there's the stuff like with tim meadows where he's the 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 um, we will hold you here until we work this out. We can only get you to four. We will hold you here until four. <laughs> that that followed up by the him talking to that first girl and then her talking about her um, woman time issues and him like I can't deal with this. <laughs> like that's that's a great moment. That beat um, Tina Fey stuff is, I think, really funny because, I mean, she always puts herself in everything she's in and always, I think, gives herself a little bit of fun stuff to do. Um, I, 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 The thing, thing that's standing out to me is the whole, like, one chick that's, like, really super, like, emotional saying how she wants to bake a cake and they're like, you don't even go here. And that whole scene is great, which is around the same time. Um, I guess the first day like katie's at the school and has like that flash of like everybody like turning into animals sort of and attack oh no wait that's at the mall where that happens because it happens at the school but that's later where we're like she's like i know this would be handled on the african savannah and everyone's like acting like animals and stuff and it's like that seriously is a better depiction of high school i feel at times um so that's so those are my 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 three right there. Ellie, do you have actually seriously three or no? No. Um, but but seriously though, that is one of the moments. Which one? There is Mortal Kombat music at the end in the credits. How do you not know that? Because I never watched the credits. The best part of the movie's done. I didn't think I'm sorry. I wasn't conditioned by the MCU to watch to the end of credits, by the way. It's not the end of the credits. It's the end of the movie. Really? Yes. We, did we watch the same movie? <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. I was going to bring up the next thing of, like, favorite characters. Actually, I got a few fun facts here real quick that I have looked up. Um, This is the first movie that Lindsay Lohan was in that was not Disney done. So. Cool. Well, there we go. Yes, this was, like, when she was. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because before that, it was all, like, the parent trap and. Herbie fully loaded. Nope. Or was Herbie was later. Was that after? Was that Herbie after? Herbie was after. Uh. I, I I took a deep dive into her um, IMDb, and it's apparently a shallow pool. So uh, one of the best things I did find was a funnier Die thing she did, where it's um, her dating. Um, 
Lindsay Lohan's eHarmony profile, go look that up. It is worth a watch because it is hilarious. Because <laughs> it's after she had a ton of, like, the DUIs and all that stuff. And it's basically her, like, saying, like, I hope you're into, you know, ankle bracelets and wrist monitors and stuff. Like, <laughs> like it's it's really well done. It's actually her. Um, can I, can I, can I interject for a second sure okay ready this is the ending song to mortal kombat the original movie okay all right you know i have to edit all the music out so this is completely pointless that's fine a uh, freaky friday's the other movie you're thinking of eric ah yes I'm trying to find where it is i was trying to find it in the clip oh my god it is the same music <laughs> i told you oh that's weird See, I thought when you said, okay, when you say Mortal Kombat, you've got to understand the first thought by anyone is Mortal Kombat. And I was like, where was that in the movie? No, I'm sitting there watching this movie, right? And I'm just like, I'm kind of paying attention to it and doing other Obviously things. Obviously not from your discussion. And um, it's the end of the movie and I'm like, what is... Wait. Because I've watched Mortal Kombat like 50 million times. And I'm and like... we've never done the original Mortal Kombat. So we are just listing shame. other movies we're going to do later. That's a shame. So I'm sitting here and I'm like... Wait. That's the music for Mortal Kombat. Are you serious? So then, of course, I'm looking it up. And I'm like... Holy... Because I just searched like... Mortal Kombat and Mean Girls music. And it was like the same ending for Mortal Kombat is for Mean Girls. And I'm like, are you serious? So that's my my favorite part of the movie. Was you thinking about the original Mortal Kombat, which was then followed up by a terrible <laughs> sequel, which I yes. have never seen. I know there's Mean Girls too. Refuse to watch it. It was perfect the first time. Um, all right. So there's a lot of random, I guess, character actors in this movie. And people that went on to, like I said earlier, being the MCU and other stuff. Uh, favorite random person in this or favorite uh, character for everybody? I got one for both. Ellie, go ahead. Can you stop? <laughs> I have to edit every time you play music. I didn't mean to that time. <laughs> okay. Favorite random character, favorite random actor or favorite character? I like Amy Poehler as, uh, what's her name's mom? Oh, um, uh, Regina George. Yeah, she's, uh, I love Amy Poehler. She's just hilarious, and, uh, yeah, she's really good. And I forgot she was in it, too. Yeah. And, and, and then as soon as she popped up, I'm like, of course she's in it. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's a solid role by her, too. It's great because she's just in it enough, and everything she says is gold. Um... Like, where she walks in on uh, Regina and her boyfriend, like, making out in the bed and everything. She's like, do you guys need any <laughs> water? <laughs> Condom? <laughs> uh, that was great. And, yeah, her her just being that mom trying to live vicariously through her kid. Great stuff. Um, Ellie, do you got any that you want to say? Oh, and this was prior to Parks and Rec. So, she went on to Parks and Rec and didn't she marry... That Chris Pratt you're always talking about, Ellie. <laughs> the Chris he was Pratt. no, she was married. She was yeah. married to um, Will Arnett for a while. Oh, right, 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 right. Who am I thinking for Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt. 
Chris Pright? Pright? Yes, Chris Pright. He's the, like, other Chris in <laughs> oh. the MCU. Uh, uh, nothing, Ellie? No, no favorite randos? Tim Meadows? No? No? Okay. Uh, my favorite rando in this that, like, just pops up is Neil Flynn, which I'm sure nobody is sitting there going, oh, my God, that name. He's the janitor from Scrubs. And... He's also in um, that one movie. Crap. What movie is it? Because he's like the police officer or something. Because they bring it up in Scrubs that he looks like that guy. And there's like a whole storyline. By the way, I'm not a big fan of Scrubs. So it's really random I know this much. But mm-hmm. um, he's uh, Katie's dad. And it's just weird because I was always used to seeing him on Scrubs. And then finally seeing him in one other thing was weird. Um, my favorite character though... Karen Smith, the really ditzy one of the plastics that doesn't really do much, but just is just a ditz. Everything she does is endlessly funny, like in the movie, because she doesn't do that much. She's just sort of around, but um, like there's something to where to where like she like they they say something about her, and it's like, oh yeah, she's not that smart. She goes, no, I I know I'm dumb. And then when she's putting the um the K on her chest for the dance everything, but she's doing it in the mirror so it's backwards. <laughs> it's it's just everything she did in the movie is just so subtly funny. Because she's not even that like bad of a person most of the time. To be honest. Like out of the out of all of them, she's like the least threatening in my opinion, and like the least bad. And I love the part where Gretchen's apologizing. And she's the only one that tries to, you know, catch her for the trust fall. And they just both just slam straight onto the ground. Uh, as I said earlier, though, Tim Meadows' character, uh, uh, Mr. Duvall, the principal, everything out of him is endlessly funny. And I was trying to remember why he has a cast on. And it is something. He just broke his hand at the beginning of production. Just in something completely <laughs> different. So they just said he had carpal tunnel. I thought there was some other joke or something there that just got cut. Because apparently this movie originally was going to have an R rating. And they had to cut down some stuff. So I didn't know if that was one of the things that got cut down. I'm going to see if I can find what it was getting an R rating for real quick. Um... But yeah, like I said, I mean, this is probably not going to be a long episode, but I do have some interesting facts about where some of these people have gone since then, including an oddly weird coincidence in reference to something I am very excited about and had no clue it was going to have a weird connection to Mean Girls until the very end. So, the um, the actress who played um, Janice Ian... Eric, have you heard of a show coming out on Netflix called Inside Men? Or, uh, sorry, in, Inside Job. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was Job. Inside Job. <laughs> I have heard of it. I have not looked too much into it, but yes, I have seen the this, this stuff for it. She is, okay, this is some deep diving stuff real quick. So I'm going <laughs> to throw this out there. Because I this literally was something I discovered right before I recorded, and I am very excited to explain all this. So I had heard about this show and not watched the preview yet. When I was looking up different actors and actresses to see what they have done since, her name popped up. So I click on it, and the first thing that pops up is an ad for the show. And I'm like, 
okay, I've heard about this show, but why is she... She will be the main, like, character in the show. The main voice acting character. This show, Inside Job, is being done by Alex Hirsch. If that oh, name yes. sounds familiar to you... That's right. Yeah. You must like Gravity Falls. Gravity which is Falls, a yep. seriously underrated show. I am beyond excited that they are doing this. Um, but such greats as Joe DiMaggio are going to be in the show. So there's your Futurama connection. Um, also, the person who does the um, voice for King Shark and Harley Quinn. I don't know their name, but I know 100% they're going to be the Mothman. Who's like a human resources person in the show. So I'm very excited about this show, which will be coming out later. But it's just a weird connection I was not expecting to have to Mean Girls. Um, Rachel McAdams has gone on to be... She's the MCU one, because she's, um, Doctor Strange. Is, his, like... His girlfriend? Wife? Romantic interest? Paramore? Let's, let's just say Paramore, so we can get that band reference in there real quick to that. Um, once again, mid-2000s band. Um, I'm trying to think of other people that have gone... Well, I mean, Lindsay Lohan's gone on to, um... She did Herbie Fully Loaded and Machete. So there's that. Um, Tim Meadows was in that horribly um, atrocious um, one show, uh, Son of Zorn, or that one show that, like. Oh, that's right. Ladies Man. Oh, he was in Ladies Man, too. Was that before this? I don't know. He was also in uh, Dewey Cox, Walk Hard. Um, no, Walk Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. God, I can't remember the one for that. He's the one that like constantly is like, don't do it, Dewey. You'll, you'll get hooked on this or whatever. Um, also, the memes. I think this movie has produced a longevity of memes that just does not end, in my opinion. Because, um, ironically, I don't know if there's a connection, the... Um, one of the internet shows I watch is called Bleacher Report. Um, to take a moment to talk about sports on a very nerdy podcast, it's a show that basically mocks the NFL every week. And it's got like... They, is they that do the like, one I've watched? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh, their, op- their season opener was a Mean Girls parody of this to where like the, the instead of the burn book, it's a playbook. And everything and it just did a parody on Mean Girls which is weird because it's like it's that relevant that everyone got that immediately also there's very few people that I know that have never that it's like certain movies there's people that's like oh they almost everyone I know has seen this in some way shape or form or knows of it um she doesn't even go here is I know another thing the October 3rd is another meme thing and um to this day and this might just be out of pure just boredom i wear pink every wednesday at work do you, do you want to make the joke now ellie about it or no oh i'm i'm not saying i'm not saying a word about it i just wear pink i just find it it's just some excuse to do something different and when someone says something i'm like you can't sit with us so that's that's my thing. Um, Eric, do you have anything that's longevity out of this movie that like you can think of that comes up or 
is still weirdly relevant of what 15 years later 16 years later um no way it's more than that (laughs) yeah uh yeah i guess 17 at this point good grief i know Um, i mean before the mcu it was it does predate the mcu um yeah, you know, I think I think you kind of hit all the high notes. I mean, you see all the the memes like the uh, quit trying to make blank happen. It's not gonna happen. Uh, yes, or get in, lo- or get in, loser. We're going to blank. Like I remember when Poke the summer of Pokemon Go, there was one that was going around where it was like, get in, loser. We're going to catch Pokemon. Yeah, and uh, see, I feel like those two are like really big memes that you still see going around. Basically, anytime something big happens there's a meme usually one of those two memes about it and see that's that's one that like i completely i forgot about the fetch one and i forgot about the get in loser we're going to blank and apparently um barack obama on twitter like in 2014 tweeted like with the president's presidential dog not playing fetch like making that joke of um stop trying to make fetch happen so see it it is president level of appreciation for this movie, but yet Ellie will do nothing but not appreciate this. So why would Heather's be the better movie to watch, in your opinion, Ellie? I just think it's a better movie all together. I, I don't know. I This movie is funny. I'm not saying it's not. I just, I don't think it's that special. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's okay. I just don't think it's as big as everyone makes it out to be. I think there are other movies. But but to be fair, Heather's is more weird, kind of artsy-fartsy, like, like it's more my style, mm-hmm. I guess is how I'm saying it. So I, it's not that I don't like this movie. I just just don't think it's just that memorable or that special. There's a There's a lot of those funny comedy type movies with these SNL people that are, I feel like just as memorable as this one was. Uh, There's also plenty that are beyond forgettable too. (laughs) Like there's, there's some that I forgot they did movies on like certain, like what is that one where it's high school and Will Ferrell's in high school or whatever. It's like the, Uh... what is it? It's, it's like the chick. It's like the main because there was a time where like almost every SNL like mainstay except for Bobby Moynihan or um whatever Eric normally does I cannot remember the person now Kevin Nealon yeah Kevin Nealon didn't didn't get his own solo film but it seems like everybody else (laughs) did did, for a while there well no that's because he got his own TV show as did Bobby Moynihan yeah (laughs) but I mean saying that and we all love Bill Hader we all love um. Brooklyn Nine Nine guy. Why can't Andy Samberg? Yeah, we, yeah. We, we all love them, and they've gotten stuff. But there was like Kevin Nealon. It was like after. <laughs> See, this is a better Horatio movie just Sands. hearing him say these names with that accent. <laughs> well, if you ever want to, Will <laughs> If you ever want to join Friday Night Smash, which I don't think Kevin. we played Smash in forever. Randomly, Eric will just do that. <laughs> Kevin, ne- Kevin Nealon's name was my favorite one to say. Kevin Nealon, and I'll just start naming off random SNL cast members, and then I'll just throw in Kevin Nealon every like three or four names. Because I mean, he he was around for a while. Um, I, it, okay, God, I'm trying to remember because there was Master of Disguise. 
I mean, that was David Carvey, and he was on there for a while. That's awful. Yeah. God, I'm trying to remember. Like, there was a period of time where it was, like, very awful SNL skits somehow turned into movies. Right. Oh, it's Pat. It's Pat is one of those movies that, like, made me angry when I got done watching it. I was like, why? I was like, that is that is an hour and a half of my life I will never get back. And I could have sat staring at a wall and I would have gotten more enrichment out of it. Uh, Superstar. Superstar is the one oh, I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, Superstar. Su- su- Superstar yeah. is one that, like, I don't think I've ever seen it. But I know it's one of those that came out of, like, a ton of SNL people working together on stuff. Which I feel like... This is a little bit of a better job than that because it's aged better and people remember it. And 30 Rock does a good job because that has a lot of people pop up in that too. Um, weird thing though with the director of this, Mark Waters, this is one of the few movies he directed that was not weird like um, paranormal stuff. Uh, the Spiderwick Chronicles, Vampire Academy, um, Cheerleader Death Squad... All these are sounding like better movies. Also, apparently, he directed Bad Santa 2, which... Oh, my I, God. I know there's an affinity for the Bad Santa <laughs> movies. I've never sat there and went, Billy Bob Thornton, tell me more. <laughs> it's it's never been top of my list of just that. So, I didn't know people loved those movies. But it's not Christmas yet. Despite Ellie's best efforts, it's not time for Christmas. <laughs> but, what? thanks to Ellie... Flashing back to a year ago discussion, I now understand why um, Nightmare Before Christmas it could be a Halloween movie as well. Because I've already had to start hearing Christmas music in this house. Yep. And also, Ellie, do you want to explain what's currently up in our living room? Oh, our, our Halloween tree? There is currently our fake Christmas tree up in the... Yes. Okay, Ellie, you explain, because I... Yes, we have completely left the Mean Girls, even though that it does have <laughs> Christmas in it randomly. Ellie, please explain to everybody what is in our living room. It's just a... And, ha- and defend your statement. It's just a Halloween tree. A lot of people have season trees. They, de- they yeah, keep... I- yeah, they keep them up and they do a... They change it. They just put whatever the the season is the decorations on it so we have My, yeah go ahead i'm sorry go ahead no um, no, no no you, you sorry you kept cutting it you cut out for a second i thought you were done i was just gonna say growing up my my mom had a tree like that where it was like it was a christmas tree but she would decorate it with for each season and holiday like we had an easter tree and a halloween tree and fourth of july tree and it was whatever the holiday was Okay, so I'm the insane. I'm I'm the one that's insane here because I'm like, oh, Eric's gonna be on my side. I'm gonna be like, Ellie, this is the bowl of cereal incident again. No, <laughs> no. And the only one on my side is the blood sucking lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, we have I'm... um we have orange and purple lights on it, and it's the got motion activated. Yeah, we got pumpkin. the little pumpkin in front, and we have some little eyeball and bat ornament balls on it, and it's fun. See, I thought you arts and crafts this, but apparently it's a thing. Yes. Like, it's a thing. Uh, Speaking of which, we are going into Zingtober, so uh, get ready for a spooky, weird rest of the episodes. But I wanted to make sure to get in the Mean Girls episode finally. I mean, like I said, I wasn't expecting this to be like one of our um, Simpsons level, and it did dawn on me today that I should have dragged Phil on. Uh, The reason I forced Ellie to be on at... um, podcast point is i straight up said i'm like ellie you do not understand we at least need a female on here because if not it will be too 
grown men discussing their love <laughs> of a movie called Mean Girls. And by all means, while that isn't the oddest thing we've done on the show, I need you on there as the female voice of reason. Also, every time Ellie has been miserable doing an episode, it's always one of her best performances. Hey, I you all didn't know that Mortal Kombat was the music at the end of Mean Girls. It's true. I did not know that. Yes. That is a fun fact. It See? is a fun, It's more fun than any of the fun facts I brought up. Yes. So... Now, now we ha- now we have to do Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Mortal Kombat would be fine too, but Heather's is such a good movie. Oh, love it! I didn't realize I was just looking up stuff. I didn't realize that they made a direct to TV Mean Girls too. I I mentioned I vaguely mentioned there was a sequel to Mean Girls earlier, but I've never seen it. Nor and, do I and have I any heard, interest. And and you said that, and it completely went out in my ear because it seemed like the kind of thing where it was like, oh yeah, I guess there was, and then I was like, wait a second. There, there was. was. It was one of those weird, like, it hit me, like, 20 minutes later. I was like, huh? And then I went, <laughs> I saw where it was, like, directed TV. But then there, and there was the musical and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, whoa. Oh, yes. Yes. In a weird, once again, Mean Girls is relevant. Tina Fey is currently working on a Broadway musical of Mean Girls. I'd probably I mean, it's out. It came out in 2018. More. Oh, wait. It's out already? Yeah, it came out in 2018. Why does it say in pre-production under her stuff, then? Well, at least that's what it said on... Hold on, hold on. Maybe that. I completely misread something. This, See, Ellie, congrats. After our Q&A yeah. episode... <laughs> this is 2018. Okay, so on on uh, filmography under writer, it says Mean Girls Musical uh, pre-production. Is that on IMDb? Is yes. That you said? That's yes. probably because it's the, they're probably doing a film adaptation of the musical because oh. imdb only covers because they won't they don't cover stage they'll do film tv and video game okay all right I was, stage stuff yeah also another show I, um that i enjoy and also ellie has enjoyed um the unbreakable kimmy schmidt once again another yes by tina written yes. and created by tina fey Love like, that show. Like I said, Tina Fey has this Titus, weird... yes. And let's not forget, she went to UVA just an hour away from us. Yes, um, very very close. And actually, there is vague references every now and then to UVA on yep. um, on some of her stuff. I know that uh, when she has a flash forward in 30 Rock to like her kit or her plant going off to... Because they're... Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to explain this. When she's dating Cyclops, and that does make sense if you watch the show because it is the same actor, um, Jeremy Marston. Um, she's like they're like talking about having a kid, but she can't like talking about children is too much for her, so she refers to it as a plant because they have a plant that's sitting there, and then she has like a flash forward vision of like her kid going to college, and they have a UVA shirt on. So I was like, oh, cool. So, yep. What did she graduate with from UVA? Because I know it's like something random. It's going to like be a... Uh, I can't remember. I've heard before. Wasn't it something with politics? Like I feel like it was like poli-sci or something like that. Although I'm probably completely wrong. Uh, do, do, um, do. Let's see. Tina Fey. It's, it's, it's a race to see who gets there first with this. So she got a BA from there. Bachelor of Arts. Tina Fey, Amy. Oh Paul. no! It just says it just says received a bachelor's degree in Evan drama. Leland. In drama, oh, so it was okay. Formally. So it was relevant. 
it I, I was expecting it to be something like um marketing or something like that. It had nothing to do with anything she's ever done. But yeah. Um graduated from UVA in Charlottesville back in nineteen ninety two and then uh over twenty two years later. Nope, wait, that's not right. Twelve years later, there we go. Um, she made Mean Girls. So, Ellie, final thoughts on this movie. I'm going to give them to you. It's okay. What What did Farrah think of it? Because she, well, seemed, she's pretty a teenager, irri- she so... seemed pretty irritated when I got in front of the screen for that second to walk by. I think she thought it was okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't complaining about it. Do you think she was getting ideas of how she can pick on people from it, this movie? I don't think she needs any help. No, she does not. <laughs> she is the epitome of a mean girl. She is the burn book come to life. Yes. So, But uh, usually only directed towards you. Only towards me. <laughs> only towards me. It's the burn book and it's just page after page of <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> yes. It seriously is. What, what did she get me with today? She got me with something today that I was like, I, I, told, I don't even know where that came from. I told Justin that we should have had her just sitting in here, just making comments on everything that he said, <laughs> and it would have been perfect. Yes. Yeah, it would have been great. It would have been a real good way to bring me down a peg or two. I think we no would have had reason. to make it a mature rated episode, not for language, but just for pure, just, just... It just wouldn't feel good after. Oh, um, another fun <laughs> fact. To, it. Uh, to get the M rating for this, uh, one of the lines that had to be cut because there was a lot of stuff to get it back down to PG thirteen was the thing in the burn book about made out with a hot dog was actually originally pleasured herself with a hot dog. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the other because because there's another one that it oh. I remember what it was. Um, remember when the guy comes up and he goes, um, has, your mu- has your muffin been buttered? Yes. Yeah. You need somebody to butter your muffin. The original line was, has your cherry been popped? Oh. Do you oh need somebody to pop your cherry? <laughs> like, it's one of those things to where I'm like, I really want to know what the entire script, the R-rated version of this was out of just pure, like... Yeah. Because there is a lot of stuff that I'm like, but then, then again, this is almost a 20-year-old movie. There is stuff in there that I'm like, they could have gotten away with that today. Or they could would have had to change that. I mean, to be honest, you know, how well did the movie age in your opinion, Eric? I mean, really? I the, the, one thing that, the one thing that really ages it, but in a more subtle way, is not everyone running around on cell phones. Yep. Like, that is the one thing. And it's it, because they're not focused on it. Yeah, I didn't really think about it. But then I guess there was one point where I guess it's a couple times where they were on the phone and it was like, I had I got my first three-way. Or she she, she used a, a particular phrase for when she was on the call and didn't realize that the other one was Landlines. Yes. And, and I was like, landlines and being on three-way calls and stuff like that. I'm like, that is such a relic of, you know, 17 years ago. Like, nowadays, like, it's... You know, you're on. Everyone will be on cell phones, and it would be like a Zoom call or something like that. But that was just a couple of like little areas, and I'm like, you know, kids today might see that and be like, "Wait, what? What is this? You know, what is this two way call thing? And you don't know people are on. Like, wouldn't you see their yep. name on the? It's like, no, you wouldn't. So, those couple of things that keep, I think, age. But otherwise, like, you don't see people with cell phones, and I guess nowadays it's almost kind of striking. But 
it was kind of refreshing too to not see everyone on their cell phones. Mm-hmm. So you you had a cell otherwise, phone. Otherwise, I think it aged up. very well. You had a cell phone pop up every now and then. Also, I mean, not trying to be the Facebook's the downfall of society, but I feel Facebook is just the burn book come to life at times. Yeah, as as people who exist on Facebook and on the internet, like it. It's one of those things that would have Facebook and social media would have added a whole new element to the movie, where I think the movie works without that. And like I said, the the the, the landline phones are weird, even to see now. And it's like the cell phones were all flip phones. Like I was expecting a text message thing to pop up, but that was like before texting was like a thing. So that was weird. Ellie, your opinion? How did the movie age? Yay or nay? Um. I mean, I pretty much agree with Eric. It's, I think it's fine. Do you think it's something relevant that people should watch that are maybe in high school or having trouble with it? Do you, do you think it speaks to people that way, or do you think it's just something no. 30-year-olds out of high school sit there and laugh at going, oh, high school was hilarious? Yeah, I, I don't think it's really a help help your kids go through high school thing, no. Because the book is, apparently. Oh, book well. The book is because the book's sort of a... Help you get through situations that okay. Tina Fey used to adapt into. Let's put a narrative through it. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Like I said, it's it, it's an interesting thing because I was reading something about the pitch and like, like she was like, they they were like, why are you pitching us this self help thing? Like that's not a movie. And she's like, but there will be a storyline going through it. So, like I said, interesting stuff. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna be getting into Zingtober. Very, very soon, very, very soon with some fun topics. Also, I am working on compiling a another adventure for everyone to go on. Would you like for me to reveal the setting? Yes, please. I'm excited. Ellie, are you ready for the setting that you will roll constant ones in? Yep. You all will be going through a... Po- you all, possible guests, will be going through a post-apocalyptic world of... Breakfast cereal mascots. Ooh. Yes, I took Eric's idea that he mentioned a while back and was like, you know what? I can make this work. I can make this yes. work. So your weapons uh, will be it. will be like like a milk sword or or a bowl shield. It's gonna be real funny. I can't wait for Ellie to die in it. Ellie, are you excited? Yes. Uh, also, for Zingtober, the other things you got to look forward to, of course, our Halloween episode, What Do You Fear?, where I interview a podcast guest about their trifles with the the um, the paranormal and stuff like that, and what do they really fear. And we also will be doing a very special episode on UFOs, and of course, there will be the Simpsons episode, where Phil Rude will return to do, we are on um, Treehouse of Horror. Three? Three? No, two. I think I, no, we've done two. We've done at least two. No, because remember, the first one was our favorite, and then we decided to do one of these each year. In really? a feeble effort to never catch up to The Simpsons. I, I can look it up. I can look it up. Interesting. I got wait, the, oh, yeah, the list. Because the, that's right, because the first one... That's right, because last year was the... Because uh, we t- I remember talking about The Raven, and that was from the first one. You're right. Yep. Yep, because we are we did our favorites, then we decided to come back each year with new stuff. So that's right. So yeah, so yes, there is that. Um, 
I'm very excited for that. Uh, also, I guess, since this is the best place to to put it, we haven't talked about the casting of the Mario movie, really. So, have, have we, we haven't talked about that on the show, have we? Uh, no, I don't think we have. All right, Ellie, you are going last. Are you sure? I thought we briefly mentioned it. Well, we can get more into it now. Okay. Oh, also, there's another reference. Do you think Danny DeVito should be in it? Because there's a Danny DeVito reference in Mean Girls. And I'm like, huh, how relevant that that came back. Because I would love to have found Danny DeVito. And I would say the same thing and chase him around. <gasps> Danny DeVito, I love your work! And just run after him. Um, <laughs> Eric, your opinion on the animated voice cast list because when ellie originally told me the cast list i was half asleep waking up and forgot it was going to be animated (laughs) (laughs) so i was very confused for a little bit i i think it's great like i i knew that it was going to be like a celebrity cast like i knew they probably wouldn't get charles martinet to do mario's voice um but i was like i didn't know who and as soon as it, during the direct when it was like chris pratt and that was like okay this is setting the stage i was not expecting that but yeah, they did this at the yeah they they, they announced they, it, they, at it was the direct. direct yeah and then it was like and then it was like anya taylor joy's peach and i'm like okay that's cool and then it was like and charlie day's luigi and i'm like hell yeah and then it was like and jack black is bowser and i was like oh Hell yeah. And then it was like, and here's Seth Rogen and Fred Armisen. And it was just going through, and Keegan Michael Key as uh, as, uh, Toad, just going on. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I'm very much looking forward to it. And uh, I think that, I know a lot of people are pissed about it, but I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Like, I'm like, just sit back and relax and have fun. I think it's going to be fun. I'm very much looking forward to it. movie now i mean i was looking forward to it but i'm very curious with this cast and of course being a big sunny fan uh, i am very excited for charlie day to be um luigi i think that's amazing and yes danny devito should be in it i don't care who but he should be in it there are a million mario characters everyone everyone wants gino from mario rpg for smash and he's not going to be in it he's going to be in this and he's going to be voiced by danny devito (laughs) I, I say Dane DeVito should almost voice uh, Waluigi. Just so he's the That'd opposite. That'd be a good one. Honestly, he'd be a good Wario, too. He, he would be, but I was like, no, because you got to have him be opposite of Charlie Day just for the humor of it. But either one would be great. That's true. That would that would be a good anti-Charlie uh, yes. Day. Um, Ellie, any... Well, we already know your opinions on one of them. No, I mean, I like a lot of... I like Charlie Day. I mm-hmm. think he's funny. Um, and uh, no, I'm, I'm very excited. I think it, it's going to be really fun. Um, yeah. And this is being done by Illumination Studios, which has done The Minions, Despicable Me, and Life of Pets, correct? Yes. So I'm excited for that too. Like they, I think they do a solid job. Are they Pixar level? No, but I think they do a solid job with a lot of their stuff. I will sit through the Minions movie and Despicable Me movies, still enjoying them the entire time, because the kids loved watching that. Life of Pets, they were on a big Life of Pets kit oh, for a yeah. while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Too. Which that's that a, had a good... That's a cute movie, though. Yeah, both of them are. Both that one and the second one. Have I've never seen either, and I really want to. I hear I hear a lot of people tell me they're they're really, really good, including you all, so... 
I'll, I'll check them out at some point. They are good. They have enough adult humor kind of in there to have adults be able to enjoy them. But, I mean, if you just ever wondered wondered what your dog or cat did during the day, it's a great <laughs> thing to watch. <laughs> so, uh, but de- definitely check out both of those. Uh, the Despicable Me and Minions are, I think, out of those, the more kid-based ones. And if you can just stand Steve Carell for that much time, then, I mean, good on you for that. So, Yep. Uh, on that note, we will be seeing you guys next time when we will be in the thralls of Zingtober. So look out for that. Uh, we also will be returning with uh, some, Z- some I was about to say Zing Evaders. Um, Zing Wars will be returning with some content uh, around a certain character and discussing Visions. Uh, Eric, have you seen all of Visions yet? I have. I officially finished Visions. And yay or nay. Yay! I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, also, as the token person who is caught up on Marvel stuff, yay or nay to what if? Because I think by the time you will be listening, actually, nope. Since I'm putting this out on October third, one more, one more episode this there season is the, we we had the penultimate episode explaining why something showed up in the last that in the previous previous episode, but now very interesting turn of it, it is fantastic. I am in love with this show and it's so much fun and it did not it has not been going where i thought it would go and i mean that in the best way possible so uh i am down and i'm down for where they're going and i think this week's episode is going to be awesome all right very awesome so final few things real quick i want to go over i know i keep keep saying this ellie you have seen wandavision what is your power ranking you think going forward what would you say is your top things you are looking forward to oh um because you were asking about eric's and mine the other day yeah i was um uh, so before watching them what i think i'm gonna like more yes and, and i'm with the basis of you have wandavision which I'm, i think for me and eric both have said that that's like near our top for both of us and i'm including yeah. what if I, we can include what if. I don't think I we're including asking, it originally, but okay. we will include what if. We're not including Hawkeye. We sh- yeah, but we should we should include what if because it is canon. Yep, it, it is. That has been explicitly stated that it's canon. Okay, so I think. Okay. Going into this, um, I think what if will probably be my number one. I feel. Um. I think Loki number two, but All right. like I said, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Um, if I was basing it off of the beginning of WandaVision, I feel like I would have rated it last, but mm-hmm. it did get better throughout the season. See, it's funny because my and Eric's opinion was like, it was great from the start. Oh, I, I don't know. It was, it took me a little bit. Um, so... I feel like right now I would put Winter Soldier last mm-hmm. and WandaVision. So I think Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki, what if, is what I'm thinking. Okay. We'll Hawkeye's just not even in the discussion. No, Got it. not yet. Yeah. All right. Yes. Eric, what is your power ranking as the member who has actually seen everything? You um, you are I, the watcher of Zingness at the moment. You are the watcher. <laughs> I have seen many. Uh, I would say WandaVision 
slightly edges out Falcon and Winter Soldier for me. Okay. WandaVision than that one, but I like them both. Well, there's, and I, I don't want to get too far into it, but there's one thing I like more. I like WandaVision for more, and there's one thing I like Falcon Winter Soldier for more. But I think overall, I would say that than that. Then, God, see, it's so hard to because God, what if is just. I almost okay. Okay, scratch what I said. Forget what I said. <laughs> right. um, Are I you going from the top or the bottom? The top. I'm starting from the top. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, I would say WandaVision is tied with What If. Those two are tied for like my favorite of the Disney Plus MCU shows. Very, very closely trailed by Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then very, very distantly followed by Loki. <laughs> with the exception of the fifth episode, which I would say is amongst some of the best stuff that's been in the MCU period. All right. So that episode sticks out like a sore thumb because it's so good amongst a very mediocre show otherwise. <laughs> okay, so in me, my opinion. So me, having watched all of WandaVision, having watched all of Captain Falcon and the Winter um Alco Pouch. And and the Winter Wario. Um mm, Oreos. Yes. Uh, I did get some of the Pokemon ones, but that's a tale for another day. Um so I have seen both of those in full. I have seen the first two episodes of Loki, and I've seen bits and pieces of What If, knowing where they're at right now. I need to see how What If ends, because that is very good contender for number one. Yeah, number one that... for me is WandaVision because of me seeing all of it. Falcon Winter Soldier has some good stuff, but I'm going to say it edge, WandaVision edges out. Loki from the two episodes I've seen has been whatever. I know what it sets up, but i got to see how they execute it. See, that's the thing. I'm like, I know, I know the story. I just haven't seen how it's being told, if that makes any sense. I basically read the crypt notes, but I have not seen yeah. how it's done. So that's the thing. And Ellie has is, is on the precipice of beginning... Winter Falcon and the Captain Soldier. There we go. That's 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 how I messed that up. So, so all right. We'll we'll see how that goes. Look forward to upcoming episodes because we never did a Captain Falcon Winter Soldier episode, so that will be coming soon. Once Ellie is done with that, we can recap that as well as Loki, as well as What If, and then we'll get to Hawkeye. Because that's when's that come out? I think November. Oh, okay. November, yeah. December. It's it's very end of November, I believe, because then the the trailer, the new one that came out, is like very Christmas themed. So I think it'll be timely. Yay! What's coming out after that? Has there been announced? I don't. Um, so. they have said some of the series. Uh, Ms. Marvel isn't Ms. Marvel supposed to be a series? Uh, are Ms. The Marvel... Marvels or, or is that a movie? Isn't there one that's? <sighs> Why you gotta... there's the um. Shoot, what's the one coming out with like Angelina Jolie and everything? That's the Eternals. The, the, uh, the Eternals. Yeah, the yeah. You've got there is the that's right. There is the Marvel, the Marvels that has yes. Captain Marvel. Okay, and yeah, Ms. that's what Marvel. I thought. Okay. And then there's uh, the She-Hulk series. Yeah, I think it's Disney yeah. Plus. I forgot um, about that. Okay. And then I swear there's like one more that was announced because I saw a list of all the stuff that's been announced for Phase Four that included shows. And um, movies, and I was like, I was like, I madness, but that's, and I can't remember what was a show and what was a a movie. Multiverse of Madness is definitely a movie. Yeah. Um, Eternals. 
Hawkeye, Spider-Man No Way Home, Miss Marvel series. Miss Marvel is a series. Okay. It is a series. Okay. Um, I think there is one coming out called Marvels. That's what yeah, I was thinking. They, they did was. talk about that. Okay. She Hulk is a series. Wakanda Forever is a show. The Marvels. The Marvels. Yes. Okay. I, I thought that's what I was like. I thought there was one. Um, the Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy holiday special. I'm 100% sure that's going to be on the um, the streamings. Yeah. Uh, Ant Man, the Wasp. Ant Man, the Wasp, and the Quantum Realm. I know I did that name wrong, but I'm sticking with it. The Guardians Volume 3. Fantastic Four, Captain America Four, um, and Blade, Deadpool Three, Moon Knight series, Secret Invasion Moon is a Knight. series. It's a series, interesting. Iron Heart series, Armored Wars series, I Am Groot <laughs> series, um, and then a. And then there's some other just rumored stuff. But I think the last few I went through are rumored as well. So, uh, after No Way Home, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder will be the next things at our disposal for movies and TV shows, it looks like. But that's if they don't do, like, another um, Loki or another what I... They needed to do oh, like what a if. season, another season of yeah. one of those. They, they, well, Loki sets up another. I know no, Loki sets up another season. Okay. Well, sets up another season, but with the MCU, it's weird because it's like that tease affects many other things. So we'll yeah, see. Um, and they definitely said what ifs getting another season. Good. So. Good. Oh, by it the needs w- it. By the way, um, the Fantastic Four, Captain America, for uh, Blade and. Deadpool 3 are guesses because the dates are set for movies, but the titles yeah. aren't revealed yet. But that was the site I'm on guesses. So. I keep one. I keep almost. No, never mind. Never mind. I was going to make a prediction, but I forgot you all have not caught up. So I'm not going to say I have a, I have a prediction what? for what if, but I'm not going to say anything. Well, just go ahead. I mean, it's what if? So it's technically canon, but not canon. That's true. I because there's been so much multiverse stuff, and we've really seen just a lot of the multiverse, specifically the what if of the MCU movies. I'm like, what if the last episode somehow ends with them bringing in, and this is how we get introduced to like the X Men universe or mm. Deadpool or what? How amazing would that be if they came in then, and that's how they were just okay, boom. This, this shattered the multiverse. This got them in. That would be amazing. Uh, do you want me to do a spoiler thing for nope. There Be Carnage? Oh, yes. Movie? Yes, yes, yes. Please do. I'm, I'm okay I've, with that. I've heard a rumor that at the end of that movie, the post-credits is Venom and Eddie watching J. Jonah Jameson announce Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Well, the movie's out. Can't we just find that? Well, that's what that's how I heard that. Oh, so, you actually heard it. So okay, but that's the ending. Interesting. So interesting. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see if, if that's true. And apparently, like earlier in the movie, the symbiote makes some comment about, you know, I have to hide things from you because I'm a hive mind from unit from a collection of universes. Mm. Do do do. So we'll see what happens with that. Who knows. No, Tom Hardy was very against anyone knowing the ending of the movie, so 
Eep. Anyways, on that note, Eric, where can people find more from you? Because we could talk forever since we've completely That's derailed for Mean Girls. <laughs> I tried. I was like, what are we talking about? Oh, yes. Uh, you can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. All right. And you can find Zing This on most major podcasting platforms. And you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So check those out. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week with more nerdy and spooky topics. Because it is officially Zingtober. Stay spooky, everybody. Bye. show.